Blog Talk Radio.
and welcome to Reality in Christ Worship and Word here on True Radio Presents on the Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Thomas Dwayne Smith, the visible conservative, reverend, whatever else you want to call me. This is a very special broadcast, midweek broadcast of Reality in Christ Worship and Word dedicated to a group of women who have went through some very horrific ordeal events in their life. And the way we're going to do this, there's, we're going to give, this show is dedicated to a specific story, and we're going to bring in, we're going to bring in some more ladies later on. But before we get to the interview, I am going to play a song. In this song, I'm dedicating to the women on this show because in the ordeal that you all went through, I know that a lot of you may feel deep down regret, but this song I'm play is about another woman who felt some regret. She was scorched, she was shamed, but then she decided to pour out some oil from her alabaster pot. After this song, I'm going to pray, and we'll get the interview started. Oh 
Susanna today as she's going to share her story 
and for the other women who are going to chime in later, Lord God. Father, I pray that you give them the boldness to expose what was done to them. Father, I also know there is no limit. There is no boundary on what you can do. Father, I pray in the, Jesus, in the name of Jesus that this show not only bring information, but would also serve as a tool of healing. Will also serve as as a reminder of who you are to these ladies, even if they don't yet realize the reality of who you are and what you have done on Calvary. The finality of what you accomplished through your son, Jesus Christ, wasn't limited to 2,000 years ago. Father, I speak blessing, love, and healing over these women in the name of Jesus, for they all have suffered and endured at the hand of evil while we in the body of Christ have sat back and watched it happen. Crying out to you, Lord, Lord, help us, Lord, help us. When you already equipped us with the ability to take care of what needs to be taken care of, but for our unbelief. So, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you help our unbelief. Help us to realize that we are not justified by the actions of man or what anyone thinks of us, but we have been justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen. First two ladies I'm going to bring on. The first lady I'm going to introduce is Elaine Riddick, Executive Director of the Rebecca Project for Human Rights. Also, she was a, when she was 13 years old, she was a woman who suffered in a tragic injustice herself. But for the blood of Jesus Christ and the grace of God, she overcame that situation. And the young lady that we are interviewing today Brave, young, and had essentially her very life taken from her, all because, and these are my words, her doctors decided that at the age of 17, 
when she had a child that was too much. So we better put a stop to this. And I'm going to add a little caveat. I was listening to a series of messages on MP3 by my favorite minister last night, and one of the things that he talked about was a righteous anger. To be angry was an emotion given to us by God. He talked about when Jesus turned over the money table, money changers table in a temple and beat the people with the whip for selling stuff in his father's temple. Don't turn my father's house into a den of thieves. But, beloved, the things we're supposed to be getting angry about and doing something about, we're not. We're keeping our heads buried in the four walls of the church while the rest of the world is suffering because of our inaction. And all I have to say is enough is enough. Elaine suffered. But you know what? What the devil intended for evil, God is turning it around for good. And you know what? When all is said and done, every single one of these women who have suffered because of the depravity of evil individuals, they will have their victory. Sorry about the short message, folks, but this is our midweek service dedicated to the women of Depot Prevera. So. so with no further ado, Elaine, Susan, Susanna, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. You're very welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Susanna, I must say, listening to you last night when you t- we were we was on the phone for, I know, it was a, probably an hour or so. And yeah. what you told me broke my heart. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Regardless of what your past was, because you shared with me you had a rough upbringing. Yeah. You did not deserve what was done to you. None of these women on this show, even those who I know who are listening in, who have also been affected by the devil Pavera shock. I want you to tell in your own words, share with the listening audience your story. And I even want you to share the part that really angered me. I want you to share with with the listeners the racist aspect of things. And I'm not saying it was your friend who was racist because it wasn't her. And you made that abundantly clear. But I want you to share when you get to that point with the listeners about that. Okay. 
go ahead, take it away. Any lane, if you, if there's anything that she might leave out, or if there's anything you need to add, just feel free to jump in whenever. So, go Thank ahead, you. take it away. The floor is yours. So. Okay. Hi. Well, when I was 17 years old, I started taking the depo shot. I had a baby in February. I started taking it like around in March, and. I thought I took it for four years, but the whole time I took it, I didn't have periods. It, it was just, they said it would come along with the, you know, the depo shot. And after four years I took it, I just, one day I decided to go in. But throughout the four years, they kept on pressuring me. Like, they make sure they called me on time. They, um, you know, they they kept on bugging until I actually came into the doctors and really got the, the depo shot. And after that, after four years, I just decided um, not, not to take it no more. Something told me not to take it no more, and I just I could, I couldn't take it. And I, the, that was like in February. I stopped taking it around there, and that's yeah, I started in 2009, and in 2013 I decided to stop. Around February I stopped, but like around March, the beginning of March, I I was having um, I started to bleed. I was having this pain in my lower pelvic area, and when I went into the emergency room, they just said I needed um, a hysterectomy done. So here comes March 13, two weeks later, probably like around there after the um, the emergency room, I went to go get a hysterectomy done. And after um, after that happened, I. I just started feeling more and more pain just coming throughout my body. It was just um, my bones started getting weaker. I have a truck that I drive, and I just can't really drive it no more like I used to. Um, my teeth are starting to break. I have cracks in my front ones. It's just been getting worse. I, I still now receive almost like two periods, you know, throughout the month. It's not no regular or nothing, or sometimes I might not receive it. It all depends, you know, on the body, however it wants to do. Uh, my body, my my right side, where they injected me throughout the four years, it was all off on my right side of my lower back. It was when it was never on my arm or you know my butt like they usually inject it. But my whole side, my whole right side has lately been getting swollen. You know the pain of the bones; it just gets swollen. And I, I look normal. I look young, normal, you know, regular person. But inside, yeah, it's it's hurting. My bones, that's the most thing I can't take no more. I just don't take medication. And that's the thing that, you know, it bugs me, but sometimes I need it, but sometimes I just don't take it. Right. Um, uh, I, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, have a, um, I have a friend um, named Ashley throughout the years when I was taking it. Um, she never knew about the depo shot. And uh, I told her the depo shot, she went in, you know, asked, asked her regular doctors and all that about the depo shot also. And then, you know, didn't recommend it to her or nothing, but she asked about it because, you know, I, I told her about the the same thing that I was taking. So she went in, and she asked the doctor. The doctor says, we wouldn't put it in, but we'll give the prescription. So she got a prescription from the doctor's. And she, um, you know, went into the pharmacy and ordered it. 
and they gave it to her. She went home. Her own father injected it. And, you know, she only took it one time, though, but it's just the point that they gave her the prescription, and she can do it at home. And not only that, they didn't give it to her in the office. And other people is usually is given to the office or in the, you know, medical center where, where you at. So tell tell the listeners, Susanna, the race and socioeconomic background of your friend. She's um white. And her parents had money. Yeah. Folks, there you have it. If you wanna if you wanna understand in the nut in a nutshell what this is about. If you're if you're Hispanic, black, white and poor, they will recommend the depo shot to you. And the problem that I have with that is this in light of everything that's been being called out in the media, how everybody been crying about this race is acting, that race is acting, all these races act, things that are really blatantly racist gets absolute silence from the media. Elaine, you can yes. elaborate on that. Why that is, well, why what she said, I've heard of such that, you know, uh, one, of, one of the women in the group says that, you know, um, she goes to the clinic. Uh, no, she said that her doctor gives her also uh, her Depo-Provera. She takes it home, and her husband gives it to her. So, you know, it's supposed to be given by a medical doctor. Not your father, not your mother, not your sister, your brother, or not your husband. You know, I mean, wow, <laughs> this is crazy. You know, this is right. really, really crazy. And, uh, again, uh, as uh, Susanna was saying, she first um, wasn't getting a period, and this is what we were talking about last week. Last week, there again, there are some women that get periods and they bleed for months at a time, and then there are some that don't get periods. And the, funny, and the hardest thing for me to understand about that is that if you don't get a period, it got to go somewhere. If you bleed too much, it's eating out the lining of your uterus and it's eating your ovaries and, you know, and all that crazy stuff. This is a very, very dangerous drug. It needs to be taken off the market. It has a black box warning that was issued by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration back in 2004. This clearly states that women who receive Depo-Provera could develop significant and irreversible bone mineral density loss, for instance. Um, the drug can also lead to blood clots in the arm, legs, lungs, eyes, and may also cause strokes, cause strokes bleeding, irregularities, um, uh, weight gain, etopic pregnancies. That's another thing that we, you know, I failed to uh, mention, that it does cause etopic pregnancies and delayed return to uh, fertility. In some cases, women who who get jabbed with the depot become permanently sterile. So do you think 
because that was the whole purpose of the depot shop. Well, you have to also, you know, you know, the depot shot. Remember when you? I know you see my Alpha Twenty One, yep. and depot was also mentioned in my my Alpha Twenty One, and uh, it says that if the people don't take it willingly, you force it on them. Okay, and it has been on the market, U.S. drug market, since the early 1900s, and it is a population control uh, uh, injection at certain organizations plus people, especially when you say if you're black, Hispanic, poor white, like we said, women of class. Right. Yep. I'm a brain. There's another young lady who called in. Uh I think I know who this is, but we'll see. Area code 845, who are we speaking to? Jill and CJ. Hey, Jill. Hey, CJ. That's what I was thinking. How are you guys? Uh, We're okay tonight. We're getting better. That's good. Um, You guys heard... You guys heard... uh, and his story, and you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing with this. I know you guys are part of the class action lawsuit, but what needs to happen? Some point heads have to roll because what's being done to people, to the women is a blatant violation of civil rights. That's right. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. This goes further up the chain. Oh, yeah, I know. It goes up there to Warren Buffett, Bill Bill Gates, Oprah Winfrey, the Tide Foundation, the Ford Foundation, um, DuPont. Bilderberg. Oh, the Bilderberg. Margaret saying, yeah, I know. Yep. And and see, (laughs) the interesting thing about, the interesting thing about that, though, and this is what I'll say to that, all these individuals with, um, all those individuals and foundations I just named have a collective net worth close to a trillion dollars. Wow. But here but here but here's the but. When they die where they're going, unless they repent, <laughs> all the billions in the world isn't gonna keep them from the final judgment. And I know at this point that may not be any consolation to you women who, and, and you, CJ, as her husband, who have been suffering. But this is what you have to understand. God created us with free will. He created us with a free will because he wanted us to choose to love him. Because when you choose yeah. to love and accept something, it makes it that much better. Rather than, yeah. as in the case of a lot of the women, and they forced the death prevail on you all, you resent it. And not only do you resent it, 
it's breaking down your body, just like they forced the sterilization on Elaine. See, at the end of the day, I'm telling you, God has the final say. And this, this is what people have to understand. Free will does have consequences at the end of the day. God not only is a loving God, but he's also a just God, meaning when he chose because of his love towards us, Romans 5, 8 says that God commended his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. When he gave his ultimate, his ultimate sacrifice, the greatest act of love, indescribable, and yet there are those who still choose to reject that free gift through their actions and their choices, there has to be a recompense someday. And so yeah. this message is to those individuals who are doing these type of things to people. You will get yours unless you, unless you, re, unless you accept, I should say, ex, repent and accept the free gift of salvation that he gave to you. Bill Gates himself, he thinks he's God. He thinks he's God. I, I'm just, I'm angered. I'm angered by what has been done to these women. But Susanna is just a baby, and I, and I don't mean in a literal term. She's, she's the youngest woman that. We we have interviewed for this show. I had tears in my eyes when I heard about that. Big time. Twenty one. I got a daughter. It's just ridiculous what they're doing. Well, can I, I add something to that right there? What you just said, um, Thomas. You know, uh, they have, they are giving it to young girls as young as 10 years of age. Uh, just the other day, I believe it was Susanna was telling me that her niece had gotten it at the age of 14, and it messed up her. Her friend went to give mm-hmm. her niece a hug, and um, it hurt her back. And wait, wait. Uh, someone else had told me again that another young lady, which is about 16 or so or maybe uh, younger, she had also gotten it and it had did some uh, really, really uh, bad, a lot of damage to her too. So now we are getting our younger girls younger are coming out and we are seeing how bad it is affecting them. And, of course, they say if you give it to young girls under the age of 19, she will not only use one breast but she ends up losing both breasts. And, yes, it is a deadly violence against women. This is a deadly violence against women, and it's geared and it's being pushed, it's, 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 it's given to us through our reproductive system, whether it's abortion and, you know, um, the depot or, or any form of birth control. Our bodies are not meant to take the, these chemicals. And, 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 you know, we're, our bodies are not made for that. But yet and still, these people are steady pushing this deadly drug on us, knowing that it can hurt us, that it causes harm. 
and we see it, we're seeing it more and more today, and more people are talking about that pupavera and the, and the um, harmful effects that it's having on a woman's body. They just don't care. It's that simple. Well, let me, let me, again, it's part of their uh, depopulation um, uh, program, you know, which Bill Gates had already said that by year uh, 2035 that there's not going to be any hunger in the world or no one going hungry because he would be done killed all of us off. Margaret Singer, when it, as far as black people being targeted, remember when how, planned, how Margaret Singer said, you know, mow them down like weed? This is what she's yep. meaning. If they don't take it willingly, force it on them, make them take it. By any means necessary, this is what they're doing. And it is, Depo-Pavera is 98% effective because it's working. A lot of women are dying, are dying slow deaths, but yet still doctors are not talking about this. I, heard, I read today that, uh, and I posted it, that Depo-Pavera, uh, uh, as far as a woman contacting HIV, her chances are double. Now, what is this me, telling you? Elaine, let me stop you right there for a minute. Mm-hmm. What you just said, what you just said, I wonder if there's any correlation between that and the fact that 50% of all the new AIDS cases in America are black women between the ages of 24 and 40. Mm. Wow. Mm-mm. Well, you know, 78% of the women that's targeted are black women. Yeah. But As, see, here's you know, the thing. I don't know if it's here it's not, and around the world, but I know right. it's a large number here in America, and I know that uh, in Africa, oh, my God, the AIDS virus has jumped out of, you know, it's going crazy. It's exactly. going crazy. And, and, and women don't, and, 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 and the doctors are telling them that it will help them to, with the STDs. No, it does not. Yeah. Right. You know, and then they tell them it's okay to breastfeed their babies. Right. That's crazy. Well, that. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, this, these are facts. They tell them that it is okay, that Provera is not going to cause harm to their child. So look at, I mean, you, you know, we are, I mean, like, it's killing two birds with one stone, especially if you get pregnant immediately after getting off of Depo-Provera. Your child is going to be born with birth defects. And then if you breastfeed your baby while you're on Depo-Provera, I mean, this is crazy. These people, you know, we have to stop this. And, again, yeah. this is a war. This is violence against women, against women. Yeah. Against our reproductive system, health, you know, and we have to stop this. Otherwise, yes. we're not even going to have any women here. And, again, it causes sterility. It, I, I mean, she said she had to have a hysterectomy. Uh, I'm sorry, Susanna said she had to have a hysterectomy by the time she was 20 years old. This is what right. it's supposed to do. It's doing the job. Yep. So... So here's here's my here's my question. People with money see because as as by you know based on the diversity 
of of the the Facebook group, you know that they're targeting minority women, period. Whether it's Hispanic, poor white women, black women, women across the board, women that they don't think has a right to conceive babies. And that those are my own words because there is yeah. no justifiable reason for any doctor to go against his or her own Hippocratic oath to prescribe something that is doing what it's doing to these women. And the worst part is they know about it. They know about more better medication. Well, you know, doctors get paid to push this on women. You know, they know this is how they're making their money now. You know, they're getting paid big dollars to force this injection on women. It's crazy. Yeah, meanwhile, they're out on the golf course and we're dying. All exactly. Women, dying. <laughs> I mean, right. you know, even Planned Parenthood, all these little uh, groups here, like, you know, the pimps, the uh, uh, Pfizer and Bill Gates and all our pimps, and the pimps is paying these little pushers. It's just like, you know, someone out there on the street peddling drugs. These are yeah. drugs. I mean, well, you know, the little the doctors are the peddlers, but uh, Pfizer and Bill Gates and uh, Pfizer and Bayer, you know, they went in together. They, you know, they're um, yeah. emerged together. So these uh, pharmaceutical companies that's making these drugs are the pimps. Yes, you know. Um, I want to interject. Um, I'm going to interject a little biblical scripture in here for a minute, if that's okay. Proverbs 18.21 says that the power of life and death is in the tongue, and that those who and those who love it eat the fruit thereof. Those organizations, these pharmaceutical companies, the Tides Foundation, Bill Gates Foundation, Warren Buffett, etc. All these individuals who think they're doing the world a great service by eliminating people. I'm gonna let you guys. I'm gonna let you guys on in on a little something. We're fighting two battles. We're fighting against them. In a natural, there's a a real legal battle that you guys are that you guys are undergoing in court. But here here's the other aspect of things that has been left out. There's also a spiritual battle. Here here lies the problem. Most believers don't even know that they have the power and authority in Jesus Christ to curse. Those organizations' evil plans. But what has happened is that we have heard, oh, you turn your other cheek. The Bible says that there will be persecution. The Bible says you'll be persecuted because of your faith. What is being done to people isn't just to people who are who are believers. It's being done to women. If you're if you're a black, you could be black and atheist. They don't know that. If you have a child and you poor, they gonna try to make sure you don't have any more children. Same with Hispanics, white, Native American. 
They've already decimated the Native American populations with alcoholism, gambling, addiction, (laughs) extreme levels of um, incest and child molestation on the reservation. That's why the Native American population in America, less than 10 million. A lot of people don't know that. It's less than oh, I, I believe there are only, like, uh, uh, in the United States, I believe it's only 64,000. And I believe the United Nations, um, uh, what is it, the Human Resources just put out a couple of months ago that they were going to go back onto those reservations and inject those women still, still yeah. with Depo-Provera and forced sterilization, even though they're that small of a number of people. Why would you want to do that? Why would you even want to do that? See, and that's, folks, here's the thing. Part of the problem is this. The church is sitting back and letting this happen. The body of Christ, uh, well, we don't talk about politics. We just keep to preaching the gospel. Well, you're not preaching the whole gospel. Not only does it tell the world, not only does it say to tell the world about Jesus Christ and him crucified, but it also says after you tell them, lead them to the Lord, then disciple them. Disciple them. And discipling isn't telling someone what they're not supposed to do. It's telling them what they get to do in Jesus Christ. That's where the, that's where the body has dropped the ball. Everybody wants to tear these, these um, everybody wants to tear everybody down, you know. And some very... You know, in some very legalistic churches, Susanna, a lot of people. In fact, Susanna, I want you to share, because you kind of shared with me a little bit. Share with me some of your experiences with churches, because based on what you told me, they haven't been too positive, have they? Susanna, you there? Did she drop Yes, I am. Okay. Can you can you share with uh, share with us some of your experiences with churches as you was growing up? My experiences. Yep. As as in like how I had a lot of experiences. Let me let me ask you let me okay let me ask you like this when you started going through. Um, Going through what you were going through, were you able to reach out to any churches and get any help? I could have. I could, but I didn't, you know, I didn't. But I I never went went to church when I was little, but, you know, I always, you know, spoke to him on my own, you know, did my own prayers on my own and all that stuff. I never really attended church like that. And is there a particular reason why? Because I'm go- there's a reason why I'm asking you this question. Okay. Was it based on based on experiences that you had coming up? Mhm. And that's my whole that's my whole point right there. That's my whole point right there. See, we are as as believers in Jesus Christ. We're supposed to weigh everything through the prism of God's love. That's really not happening today because if it was, 
you would have the churches in an uproar rallying to the aid of you women and saying, hey, this injustice needs to stop. You know, they sure got to tripping when um, you, they had the Whiskey Rebellion and all that stuff um, and calling for that kind of garbage, but they silent, the church is silent on abortion. They're silent on what's been done here. Silent on, oh, my gosh. I'm just, I'm irritated. Folks, I'm, I'm just, I'm mad because, you know, Elaine, what do you have for us? I'm just, or Jill, well, EJ, you got to have something because I'm angry. I'm just You know, about the churches, you know, I think they have a misconception. I think they're listening because people go into the church and also give the church money to hold back information from, you know, their communities. And, of course, they have been misinformed. So here's what we have to do. I think we have to go in there and we have to teach them about what's really going on and how it's affecting uh, uh, our people or people of class. We have to, it's just like going through elementary school. We have to educate the churches on what's going on. We have to educate them on abortions. We have to educate them on Depo-Provera. We have to educate the government. You know, if we can get these two parties and teach them, because I don't think being told the truth. You know, I mean, even though the government, no, like the federal government continues to endorse Depo-Provera, despite daily adverse effects. Because they're making money off of it. Yes, yes, of course they are. Of course, and every time Pfizer, every time they have to go to court, the government tries them, they pay the government off, you know. I mean, the government could have, yeah. uh, Pfizer could have lost their pharmaceutical license years ago because they're putting out these bad drugs. Too bad. Right. But as done. long as the government get paid, they don't care. Right. They don't care as long as they can make money, you know. Well, we and unfortunately, that. women have to suffer because of that, because of greed. That's the biggest oh, problem. I'm right. I'm suffering right. a lot from that, though. I, I'm on Coumadin. I'm, I'm on for the rest of my life because of Depo Rivera. Wow. I'm sorry. I just. Yeah. I just get a little that's, that's, I think that's why it's important that, you know, when we uh, go to trial, you know, uh, or when we go to Washington, I suppose that been there this week, like today is the 28th. And uh, what yep. happened is we're going to have to get an appointment and we're going to have to take some of these women that with us. And, and I think that once they hear their story or look at them, they will see, you know, you can't, you know, we can talk about that Popovera, but if they don't see the effects that it's having on people, then it's not going to register. So we want to put the, the woman in Congress, you know, where they can look at them and see the damage that it has caused them and just listen to that yeah. story. Right. It's actually done a lot of damage, big time, to me. I mean, uh, I got nothing but problems. I got problems with my back. I got a fibroid. I I bleed like a pig when I have my, you know, my period. Um, I'm anemic on top of it, you know, and I got to take cumin in. And it, it's just, it was so damaging to my body. Wow. 
It's just, I'm sorry, I just get upset. You know, I mean. I'm going to put one of their names out there. I just. Dr. Kubinick of Crystal Run Healthcare in Rock Hill, New York. The worst doctor ever. I swear, they did nothing but damage to her. And every time, every every time she would go to that doctor's office, all this doctor would do is yell and scream at her because she's defiant with his with his with his depo. I'm the same way. I'm like, you do not put that in my wife's system. And if you do, and and I they help you. and they want me to have a hysterectomy, and I refuse to have a hysterectomy. Wow. This is what I'm talking wow. about, man. I mean, this is the anger, you know, that I have for these people. I mean, I got. So much anger for Pfizer you know, and Depo Rivera and, you know, I mean. Crystal Run Healthcare is filled with it. You want to look up a bad place to go for go see a doctor? Oh Crystal Run Healthcare in Rock Hill, New York, oh, in Middletown. Yeah. Crystal Run Healthcare is the worst place to go for medical practitioners. But the problem is up here in Sullivan County, New York, is that we have the worst healthcare system in the world. Everything from Catskill Regional to ORMC. There's nothing that's ever done. We have to go all the way up to Westchester Medical just to get help. And even there, they put you in the ICU if you get if you get in a lot of trouble. And then they try and kill you with it. I mean, I, I'm I've had, I don't like I've had so much damage from Depo. I have emotional problems. I have, I'm on actually iron. Um, I'm on vitamin D. I'm on Coumadin. You know, I'm on so much stuff. You know, and, and I really wish I never heard of Depo Rivera. And now that I think back, actually, I started taking it when I was about 17, I believe. And I didn't know that it was going to do all this damage to my body. You know, I, I, I get to the point I can't even walk. My left leg swells every single day. Um, I have nothing but problems. Is this Gio? Gio, have you checked out your legs? Because it does cause blood clots in the legs, so you might want to go to the doctor and have that checked out. And another thing is yeah. so many foreign governments have since outlawed medical experimentation on women with Depo-Provera. The United States continues to embrace the drug as well as distribute it to overseas health contractors, you know, and beyond. And the Gates Foundation and others continue to invest hundreds of millions of dollars into the distribution of, of Depo-Provera across the globe. That's what makes me right. so angry, Elaine. You know, I mean, it, it's just... Um, you know, the, the damage, actually, I did check out with the doctors. I tell my doctor all the time that my left leg is swollen, and she's like, oh, that's okay. You know, there's nothing going on there or whatever. You know, okay. I mean. Okay. Um, it's kind of the same thing. It's not okay, Jill. It is not okay. It is not okay. Right. It's not okay. No, I, and when the doctor tells you that it's okay, you just get up and walk out and go find another doctor. You know, you're now at this point. You know that you are injured, and at this point, I recommend that all these women that's on Depo get off a of Depo and go and find another doctor. You know, yeah. I mean, there, I just posted on on in the group today that has I can't think of the name, but it has very it's a low dose birth control that's used over in Europe. You know, and those women oh, over there have no problems at all. Again, this is the only country, along with Canada, is the only country that really pushes this drug on its women. You know, and the other, no, and the other government, uh, uh, government from other countries have banned the drug because, like I said, it's experimentation on women. You know, and it is, um, what is it? It's, It's causing harm. 
to you, you know. You know, you have to start learning how you have to really, really get on the ball and start speaking up for yourself. Slap the doctor in the face until she listens to what you have to say. It's, she's harming you. No, I, I understand. I definitely have to see another doctor. Yes, you have to see another doctor. You know, and there are doctors that are against Depo Provera. Yes. But those yes, are the I, ones that, you know, have a sound business. Well, I've been actually off of, I've been off of Depo since uh, 2012. Boy, but you're causing effects from it because we don't know how yes. long it's going to stay in your body. It depends on your system, and it depends on how long you took it. And, and, and it, it, I mean, as a matter of fact, it don't depend because one shot can cause so much damage, and it can destroy your body for years. Really? Wow. Wow. It's, yeah, no kidding. It's, uh, it's, it's just, like I said, it's, it's every day is basically a horror for me. I mean, Elaine, I gained so much weight. Well, that's one of Depo-Provera's side effects. I've never you been know, this heavy in my you life. You know, like a man never. in the face. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. big time. And, uh, you know, the the facial hair, oh, forget it, you know. you, you sh- it, It's there, you know. I mean, it's just crazy completely. Um, and like I said, with the fibroid, uh, this is, oh, God. It, it, it's all about the fibroid. The fibroid is. I want, is I want everybody to hear this that's on right now because this is something that's happened with with Jill. Um, and she's been dealing with it forever. With, with the fibroid, they keep pushing a hysterectomy on me, you know, and uh, I don't want to get a hysterectomy. I mean, I'm only 36, you know what I mean? It's like, it, you know, it, it's just ridiculous completely, you know what I mean? Wow. Well, that like I said again, and here it is again. That is yes. part of uh, uh, the, steril- the sterilization process. It causes sterility. Uh, one way it causes. Um, let me see. In some cases, women who get the de- get with get the depo injection uh, becomes permanently sterilized. Okay, or okay. you end up to have a hysterectomy. You know, I mean, okay. look, it was uh, another young lady was telling me how many tumors burst every other day. She have a tumor bursting in her in her uh, ovaries. Oh my god! Oh my you god! You know, this is what I'm saying. This is why we have to get this drug off the market. You know, yes. I mean, this yes. is why. And, 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 and I mean, these people are crazy. I mean, they're crazy. You know, it has oh, yes. to be the market. Otherwise, yeah. we're not going to have women. Period. They're they're beyond crazy. They're just out there, literally. You know, I mean, they are. Uh, I mean, like I said, the Depovera. I was on it since I believe age 17. I went off of it. I went back on it again. I went off of it, back on it again. Um, and I can imagine how much damage it did to my body. Yeah. Well, again, if you're still using birth control, I think the name of that new birth control that's low dose is Lotrin. Lotrin, low dose. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, if women want a birth control, you know, ask your doctor about that. That's supposed to be one of the best. Like I said, it's low dose. It's low dose or okay. you know, it don't cause any side effects. So these are what the women in Europe that's a great thing, you know. I mean, um, 
this 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 actually I, I don't even know if you call it a drug. I mean it's it's just horror. You know what I mean? It's just serious horror and it definitely needs to be banned big time. It you know, I mean, it's just ruining women's life like you said and everything else and you know, it, it's just uh it's just crazy. You know, it's just ludicrous of what they're doing to us. Right. You know, all I can well, do is BEPO is known to be the world's most deadliest birth control contraceptive in the world, and yeah. they know this. But yet and still, uh, the government is giving Planned Parenthood all this money to push it on women, okay? I mean, the government, I mean, they get a million dollars a day. Buffett, how many millions or billion dollars do he give us? Three billion a year, a billion a year, just for this. Can you imagine how much money all these people are putting into this? Because again, it's ninety-eight percent effective. It's ridiculous. It, it, it's just it's it, it's ridiculous that Bill Gates thinks that he's going to end the population. You know, what I mean, it's just unreal. Like that so what is he gonna do when he when he do that? I mean, I mean who's gonna take care of him? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's why we're gonna put a foot in it. Cause I'll tell you right now, in Jesus' name, I say this: Saint Michael's gonna come down and strike down his sword on this evil, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen real soon. Well, you know, even the Bible well, tell you about thou shalt not kill. You know, and this is what it's doing. It's murdering our women, you know, and, 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 and our young, and our babies. You know, I mean, my goodness gracious, let's tell them what it is. They're just murder, and, they, and of course he's gonna, they're going to burn in hell, you know, because they are oh, born yeah. against will. You oh, know, yeah, God is a woman to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth in his image. You know, oh, and yeah. this is why you're here. No, that's in the beginning of the Bible in Genesis. That's what he tells you to do. Multiply and replenish the earth. And he told the man that he's he's, he's supposed to go out there and sweat by, you know, and work hard to support his family. That was his, these these are things that he instructed man to do and woman to do. But when you take this, God's will, and you decide that you're going to, you know, that you know better than God or that you are better than God. Of course he's what you're doing. You know, he's just a man. Yeah. Bill Gates and all these other people are just people. They're nobody. That's, That's that right. Just, you know, that just, I don't know how they came up with that money, but I'm quite sure they didn't go out there and earn it. Oh, of course not. So, you know, they look down, you know, they spit on little people like us, or so they think. It's ridiculous. But you know what, though? One thing that we have to be careful and realize is this, that no matter how we may feel about them, that, you know, we we, we can be angry at them, and it's the righteous anger. And, you know, if we are willing to play our cards right and stand strong, stand in faith, everything they have 
be honest. It, it really is that right. simple. But yes. we have to make sure that our anger isn't isn't misguided. It isn't, um, you know, because we don't want to we don't want to end up giving the devil any room to do what it is that he likes to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. You know, you don't want to lose focus on what you have to do. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, yes, uh, when we go after them, we we're not going for millions, and we going for I hope we go for everything they have, because that's how many women have been affected by what they're by the poison that they're pushing on them. You know, it's this is not going to be a small right. Yeah. So. Let me ask Elaine. Um, let me ask you a question. How how are things how are things developing? Because you know, once once this class action suit takes place, you're going to have probably thousands of women coming out of the woodwork. So that's right. What are that's you guys why doing you know we're preparing for that. Well, yeah, that's why we are going to ask for whatever <laughs> you know. But the class action is going great. The ladies should have received letters this week, uh, if not this week, next week, because you know, of course, because of uh, Maya Angela, because of her death, and um, she's a good friend of Willie Gary's, so I'm quite sure he's busy with that, and you know, right. but things are going great, and uh, you know, we just talked to him the other day. We have tons of, of attorneys and all of that working with us, uh, and the Rebecca Project on this. You know, so everybody is very positive. I mean, attorneys all around the world, even in Africa, you know, so <laughs> we're good. You know, that's, 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 that's the it's a brain type of uh, closure, not real closure, but it should bring some type of, uh, I, I don't know if I want to use the justification to the women, you know, I mean, at least, you know, and this is what I, quite, another reason why I encourage the women to go out there, because if something happened to them and they have small children, you want to make sure that you leave your children something so that they don't fall into the same trap. You know, hey, you, 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 know you want to make uh, sure that you, 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 you leave a legacy for your children, you know, right. so they can have someone to take care of them properly. Right. Elaine, my co-host. You know, so that's so basically, you know, that's what I'm looking at right there. And uh, women that have children, I, I have a lot of women in the group that have, that do have children that have been affected by the depo Povera. Right. All kinds Elaine, of illness. Uh, they have a lot of stomach Elaine. problems, the babies. You know, Celeste or uh, problems. Celeste has a question for you. So let's go ahead. Okay, hello? Yes, go ahead. Ask hello? Elaine your question. Okay. Yep. Hi, hi, Elaine. This is Celeste. Um, I, I wanted to know if you could recap on how the the ladies, whomever may be listening, how they may uh, become part of the class action lawsuit against uh, the manufacturers of Depo Provera. Celeste, wait, wait, her call dropped, and she's on the call back in. So if you have a okay. question for Gil or um, Susanna, okay, there okay, there she is. Um, her okay. call dropped. Okay, ask her question. Elaine Celeste has a question for you, a very, very 
um, good question. Hi, so go ahead. Ask. Hi, Elaine, honey. Um, look, I wanted to, uh, to know if you could um, recap how the ladies, uh, whomever's listening, and or any of their loved ones who see that they're affected by this horrible drug, Depo-Provera, how could they become part of the class action lawsuit? Well, what happened was I had started posting. Oh, how do they become part of it? Yes. Is that your question? Yes, yes ma'am. Well, first, yes. because this is such a serious, serious issue, and it's dealing with women, reproductive rights, and um, all of that stuff. You know, the group is closed. It's, say, it's a secret. Uh, they will have to befriend me through Facebook. Okay. That's the only way they can join in. And once they join in, what I ask them for, you know, is to take a tour into our group and see what we post and uh, read some of this material, the research that's there. And then mm-hmm. once they do that, then, you know, we'll talk. And uh, what I would do is I would give them a another um, email address to send in their personal information to. And then what I do is I'll send it to the attorney. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, because you don't want right. too many people, you know, getting into that group because it is serious and it is yes, it's uh, personal. Absolutely. You know, but yeah, the first thing they have person. to do is is uh, befriend me on Facebook, and Facebook would ask me if they can join the group. Yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, ma'am. And what what exactly is the name of the group so that uh, people will know it when when you send them the link? Um, The group is Women Against Depo Pavera, and the other one is Say No to Depo. Say No to Depo? Yes, ma'am, but the one that we really work in is uh, we work from both. I work from both groups. And I try to encourage them to join Women Against That Popovera. Okay. Okay, that, that, is, that is great information um, for, for our ladies to have because th- this should not be on the market. This should not be dispensed to anybody at all. At That's all. right. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I wanna I wanna address something. I wanna address something for um just for informational purposes, um to to my friend and chat room lady Di. Um she asked some questions and I wanna clarify this. Um you know, she was asking why go why go hard after Bill Gates? Um why not go hard uh, after Bill Gates? Well, well, no, no, no. Hold on. Let me let me explain because she, she she's asking a re- reasonable reasonable question. So I want to I just want to read this because you know for discussion. Um, um, Bill Gates, yes, he earned his money through creating um, MS DOS and that sort of thing. But what we have to what we have to look at, um, Lady Di, is what he's doing with his money now. Bill Gates has has committed almost all his personal fortune to reducing the population of this world. Eugenics. 
Therefore, this and it's it's not just big pharma that's in this. They are a part of a group of along with Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, the Bilderbergs, um, many of the biggest I hate to say this, liberal billionaires in this world are a part of a group that has committed their personal fortune to help reduce the population of this world by any means necessary. That includes eugenics, the spreading of Depo Provera in African countries. Um, this has nothing to do with being envious of their wealth because if that's what, if they want to use their money to do that, that's blood money. I don't want to have anything to do with it. But at the end of the day, you're using your money to kill people. You don't deserve to have it, even if you did earn it. Because the word of God actually does say, I believe it's in Proverbs, I could be wrong on the address, but it says the wealth of the wicked is stored up for God's people. He didn't say it was going to fall from the sky, though. So we have to possess it. We can earn it ourselves through the creative and witty inventions that God himself has given us. So it's not about being envious. Bill Gates, I'm going to just tell you point blank, Bill Gates is a very evil man. Elaine, if you will, talk about what his foundation did in Africa. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, uh, Bill Gates is a racist, and I hope the person that asked the question, I hope she's listening, and his his whole mission is to depopulate the world, okay? He goes through Africa, and he's taking uh, tons and tons and tons and tons, they call it units over there, of Depo-Provera, and they're going over there with that injection laced with other vaccines and injecting my people over there with that, with that poison, whatever is laced, the Depo is laced with. He's a racist. He's like mm-hmm. Margaret Singer. Anytime you have somebody to pay, to force, to kill, they're nothing. I don't envy what he have. It's what he's doing with what he have. If he wanted to fix the problem, instead of paying all that money, him, the Rockefellers, the Brothschilds, and all of these people, uh, uh, instead of, he, they should take the money and end world hunger, not kill people for their own greed. I mean, he's the one over there and injected all of these little boys and girls with that Depo-Provera, which caused them uh, bacteria meningitis. These are my people. You know, some of them had died. These are my people. You know, and that question should not even have been asked because then well, the person that asked it, you know, I'm really angry right now. I, I couldn't even have the nerve. It's just like saying, well, with abortion, killing these babies. Or New York talking about killing the babies uh, uh, after nine months. Are you kidding me? Elaine. Yeah. Elaine, one thing you have to remember, part of the process is you have to educate. You have to educate people. 
And I would venture a guess that she probably did not know that that's what Bill Gates was doing with his money. Most people do not know that because the news media doesn't make that widely widely known. I did not know about that I mean, until um, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's it's not one thing because I'm gonna tell you something. I I know this individual very well. I spent I spent I spent um, um, quite a quite a long you know quite a many many hours on the phone with this individual. They are not the enemy. So I understand it's angry because it's an emotional thing with you, but your anger needs to be directed in the right place toward the right people. She asked the she asked the question. She asked the question I hope we because her we question. Were, um, the way we the way um, I did put it, it sounded like we was envious of his money, and that was on me. The way the way I communicated that that has nothing to do with anyone else. But at the end of the day, okay. because if we are angry, this is part of Satan's yeah. strategy. This part of Satan's strategy: divide and conquer. Because the person asked that question, I know her heart. I love her to okay. pieces. She is one of you. So let me okay. let me just leave it at that. So, um, okay. um, let me tell uh, you Thomas, Thomas, we have women over there that suffering that have been given a depot and they have no access to doctors. You know the children know. that have been stricken. You know, down with the HIV virus and all of that stuff that they took over there. They have no access to the doctor. You know, and I don't know what to do. You know, but yet and still, they're steady going over there, killing these people over there, over here. You know, because, and these people haven't done nothing wrong. They haven't done, these people haven't done anything wrong for these people to think that they're better and to think that we don't deserve to live. Right, right. Let me say this. We deserve to live just like everybody else. That's right. Let me let me say this and and you're all right. You're absolutely right. But let me say this in our last 11 minutes because I want to I want to I want to address something. And and this is something I actually just studied last night because of a situation that happened. And it's the anger issue. I one of one of the individuals I listened to, man of God who's been a pastor for forty years, who who has studied the word, who has broken it down in ways that I kid you not, I never thought many other people would do it. Because my spiritual dad, my spiritual dad in the faith is one that has done it this way and I myself and probably a few others but what he but what he did he was talking about anger and see folks let me let me let me mess up your theology a minute for a minute the devil can't create anything therefore anger is an emotion that comes from god when it's used in a right way it can accomplish the the per- can accomplish per- purposes. Jesus was not singing whistling Dixie 
when he turned over the money changers table. This is a righteous anger. Vengeance, lady die, you are right. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. But guess who the the vengeance comes from? We are God's hammer. We are God's sickle. And as long as we in the body of Christ set back, be complicit, talk about, well, we're just going to pray. God can't answer our prayer. He can't instruct us until we do that which he's told us to do first. We have our marching orders. We are to be the voice of God. And when need, and when needs to be, when need be, and the Bible's very clear on it, we are to be his hands of justice. I believe it's Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, where it talks about the weapons of our warfare not being carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down the stronghold, seeking to take captive every thought and every imagination that seeks to exalt itself against the knowledge of God and being ready to punish disobedience once we have brought our own disobedience into subjection to Christ. In other words, it didn't say we would not punish disobedience. But when we are grounded in Christ, when we are, when our focus is where it needs to be, then we do it. It didn't say that we would not do it. And that's the little caveat, folks. The reason why our country and our world is in a position that it's in is because the body of Christ has set back in its four walls and stuck its nose up in the air for the last seven, eight, nine hundred years or so, thinking that they are so much better and holier than thou. That's not what it's about. There is real evil in this world, people who have chosen evil. And if we are going to sit back and basically beg God to do what he's already equipped us to do, Yes, we will ultimately see the victory, but we're going to suffer in things for some in areas that God never intended us to suffer. That's all I'm saying. And I'm also a living witness to that. I can, I can break down my testimony and tell you all that in a minute. So this is what I'm saying. We're on the same team. Understand, understand the emotion is the emotion, the anger is justified and it's real. But Bill Gates is an evil man. And you have to call a spade a spade. You know what? He may have got his money doing something legal, but when you surrender your life to the devil, through your actions and your choices, it taints everything you do. Uh Uh-huh. It taints everything you do. You folks, you're talking to someone who had. Let me let me just give you a graphic plan that the devil had for me. When I was four years old, I was put in a sharp shopping cart by two neighborhood boys, taken into the woods. They started to beat me. Their intent and purpose was to beat me, rape me, and kill me. Oh, my God. Let me repeat that. 
Their plan was to beat me, rape me, and kill me. Wow. It's crazy. I know what Satan tries to do. This is why I'm saying, I'm asking you all, trust me on this. I know his tactics. And I can tell you like the back of his hand, that's why he has tried to keep me isolated. He has tried to keep me from people. But you know what? Doing shows like this, because I love, it's about what God's done in me is why I reach out to the people I love. Because yes. this is real. I know. I was in a car accident when I was a kid. I went through the firewall, and I'm still allowed to tell it, man. I was a wheelchair. I got out of that wheelchair. I believe in God very strongly. I recovered from uh, reco- recovered from alcohol and drug addiction. I stopped smoking a year ago. Let me tell you something. Me walking today is a miracle, man. I believe in the spirit of God because that's how that's how strong it is with me and Joe. Believe in me, we can overcome this. You know, you, you're very right about this. You're very right about this. I believe in God strongly. We all do. You know, and uh, what happened is that a lot of people sit back and they know that wrong is being done to a people. And they sit right. back and they allow these people to do wrong. They allow it to do to these people to do wrong. Yes, I have a passion. Yes, you know, and I apologize for getting angry, but you know, this is no, no, my no, passion no, 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 no. to work with my people and to help to save my people. You know, when someone is doing them unjust, there would never be no justice when we continue. Right. To allow Elaine. this type of evil to continue, Elaine. there would never Elaine. ever be no justice. And we, right. as a people, we have to start somewhere and let them know that we will not sit down, we will not sit still, and they are not going to do it. That's right, right. exactly. And Elaine, here's the thing: one, don't don't apologize for being angry because it's a righteous anger. But two, a very good point is has been brought up uh, once again in chat room, and it is being addressed about the men in Africa who have AIDS, who rape these women, who are virgins, and give them AIDS under the guise. And I'm talking about I'm talking about the scourge in this earth that is the Muslim, that's the that's the Muslim. Uh, political ideology. Wow. So I, I want to say this. I want to say this. That is, a, and I do know this, that is the next thing to take on of the Re- Rebecca Project for human rights because women are being done. Those radical Islamist men who think they have 72 virgins waiting for them, well, fellas, you have a very hot place reserved for you if you don't get your act together. You can call uh, all, all, all you want, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be hollering Allah Akbar. You're going to be hollering Al. It's really hot. Okay. Uh, That's what I have be been doing hollering. studies on the developments. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Go ahead. Hello? Go ahead. You're there. Yeah, Go ahead, uh, Elaine. I, I have been studying again um, 
uh, how AIDS were created. You know, I don't know if it's true, but there's a lot of people who try to take credit for developing the AIDS virus. You know, and if what they're saying is true, then God have mercy on their souls, you know, uh, especially over here in these labs over here. You know, and I've been posting it lately, uh, trying to educate people on this and who's getting the blame and who wants the credit for developing that virus. Right. So, <laughs> so you know, that's another topic. And I, I, um, right. whenever I'm ready, I'll let you know, and we can, we can take that to the floor too. Yes, uh-huh. and, and I understand that. And remember, and remember this, because like I said, the the lady she you know, she's one of us because she she is a part of the the devil pervert issue herself. So, but she was asking a question. And so it's okay that we discuss. We are on the same team. We are all right. on the same team. But the way right. that we're going to make inroads is if we educate. Sometimes we have to educate our own to what is going on at the end of the day. Right. And so I'm going to tell you something. This show was phenomenal. This, you know... <laughs> It's over, but you know what? We're we're recording right now, but um, so you'll be able to hear the rest of it in archives. But here's the thing: this is a very important issue. Susanna is a 21 year old. She's a babe. Her whole life is still ahead of her, and because of what was done to her, that's not right. It's not right, and we are to be God's hammer at the end of the day. So having said that, before you all go, I want to thank you again. And Elaine, um, I'll call you probably this week to figure out who we're going to have next week. It might be Jill and CJ to tell their story. Um, but I we love, love you. And, you know that. Yep. And so, but what I want to do, just like we ended the show last week, I want to dedicate a song to you all. And it's it's seven minutes long, but you'll under you'll understand the words once um, it's about Jesus Christ and I want you all to listen to the words and once once the song's over you all have a good night and we'll and we'll be back here next week because there's some other ladies who, who listened in tonight who you know who had some things who, who are who are also Dealing with the effects of Depo Provera. And this is a wide range, wide reaching issue that will be addressed. So I'm going to put you all on mute, listen to the song, and we will be back next week for Reality in Christ Worship and Word Women of Depo Provera.
have been listening to Reality in Christ Worship and Word. Tune in tomorrow for Devin and Melissa Palou and Theology Matters. True Life Fridays Radio on Friday and Sunday for Reality in Christ Worship and Word. Thank you for tuning in. Good night and God bless.